Hello and welcome to another episode of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. It is August 25th, 2021, and we are back for another episode. I'm going to get right into it here. We're going to be covering about three separate topics as always. Topic number one is going to be about a record-breaking Velmonte sale that is driving the submarket much higher. Number two are big jumps in townhome prices in Manhattan Beach and Redondo Beach, and specifically I'm going to give you two examples. And number three, I'm going to continue on with the anecdotal evidence we have in our local marketplace from condos to how the market's doing and then hyping my next podcast, which is going to jump into some very, very important numbers that I think will be interesting to everyone because it's one of the most accurate predictors of if a market is going to go higher or a plateau or potentially go lower. So without further ado, let's start with topic number one. The Palos Verdes Estate submarket, Valmonte, has a new record sale. Valmonte, over the past few years, has been all the rage, particular being its location to the beach. If you are coming in from Manhattan, Hermosa, Redondo, people pull in off of Palos Verdes Boulevard, and the first thing they see are the flags stuck in the middle of the ground and if you take a right you head over to Malaga Cove where you see Malaga Cove Plaza and the statue of Neptune or you veer left and you head into Valmonte and the PV Golf Club. Valmonte has been at the forefront of Palos Verdes real estate because of that veering to the left from PV Boulevard. It is the closest submarket to the beach. So if you're considering a move from the beach cities to PV, Valmonte is the least scary neighborhood because you still feel like you're close to the beach, restaurants, and wherever you're moving from in the beach cities. It's also a charming little neighborhood with a great elementary school and tons and tons of trees. Valmonte has been hot. It was hot before the pandemic it was hot during the pandemic and it is surging but what's interesting about Valmonte is because it doesn't have massive lots or a ton of spec construction or ocean or city views it doesn't have huge home sales in terms of prices which is why it's been affordable and people really gravitate towards the area the highest sales we have seen in Valmonte were in the three million range over the last few years, particularly lower threes and some very special properties around three and a half million, maybe slightly higher than that. But we had had nothing on the MLS sell in Valmonte higher than $4 million. During the pandemic, we had a relatively new home that sold for a jaw-dropping number at $3.8 million. It didn't have a Via Valmonte address, which is a busy street, but it was basically on Via Valmonte. But you found even with that amazing home, we still couldn't push into the four millions. Well, 
To get to the point, the new record sale in Valmonte just closed for $5 million. Finally, we've had a big sale in Valmonte, and it comes in the form of the address at 209 via Caloran. This was a double lot purchased by a buyer back in 2004 that they combined two homes together. They knocked them both down, combined the lot. It's a 4,800 square foot Cape Cod on an 18,000 square foot lot. It was custom built in 2007 with consultants from the East Coast. The backyard is massive. It has a pool, fire pit, barbecue area, sport court on a big corner lot. It is extremely rare, if not impossible, to find a lot and a home of this caliber all in one place and it was scooped up relatively quickly after a failed escrow at first and then went right back into escrow at a slightly higher price. This is a big sale for the Valmonte area because we were seeing prices rise, but you couldn't really see prices going much higher than where they were at without a bigger sale higher, and this Caloran sale is a big, big deal. It's a win for everyone. It's a win for the home buyer because good luck finding two properties side by side at land value. Land value today in Valmonte on a good deal is around 1.6, maybe a horrible, really tough property, 1.4-ish, but you're gonna be paying 3 million, 3, 2, 3, 3 for two lots let alone good luck finding two of them side by side. And then to build a home of this caliber, you're going to need at least $2 million, probably more, and you're gonna have to wait two to three years. So to recreate this property, good luck finding two lots. You'll be in it for five and a half million, maybe six million, and you're just not gonna find two by side by side lots. So at the end of the day, the buyer won, owners, of homes at 3,500 square feet to 4,500 square feet are huge winners. Why? Because we were seeing low $3 million sales, mid $3 million sales, and then pushing into the higher three millions for really nice, really new property that is rare as well in Valmonte. But existing 35 to 4,500 square foot homeowners are now gonna be vaulted probably into the high three millions and likely a few pushing to four million. Smaller homes, existing homes are now all going to go higher in Valmonte. Land value is going to go higher in Valmonte. And ultimately, the seller did a pretty decent job. They probably netted, you know, $2 million in profit. Now, from a 2004 purchase, that's not huge. If you bought a bigger home existing with views, you probably did much better buying in 2004. But, you know, you don't always make that much money when you build yourself and sell down the road unless it's a very, very special and very, very unique, which this property was, but it's not on the strand. It doesn't have incredible queen necklace views. It's not a three acre lot, but ultimately the neighborhood won in a big way. And if you thought Valmonte couldn't go any higher, guess what? This sale is now going to get it much, much higher. If you read my latest blog, manhattanpacificrealty.com slash blog, I break down the numbers in a clearer manner 
on the blog. So if you're looking at more information on this Valmonte sale and how it's affecting the market, tune in. Via Nita is going crazy, PB Drive North is going crazy, and a home on Via Pima just sold for big bucks, and it's all a result of this Caloran sale. Moving on to topic number two, Manhattan Beach townhomes and Redondo Beach townhomes surging higher. So earlier in the year, right around December pandemic, I talked about condos being an amazing value buy because people were scrambling for homes, prices were going higher, but no one wanted condos in big buildings because we didn't have the vaccine widely distributed. They were scary areas, they harvested COVID, At the end of the day, they were amazing deals based on interest rates because home prices had surged thanks to demand and interest rates, but condos had stayed relatively the same. Well, condos started surging earlier this year, a little bit faster than I predicted, but there have been some recent closings that have now really confirmed that the surge is here and most likely people have missed it or it's going to go really strong for the next few months. A townhome at 1140 Manhattan Beach Boulevard, right there close to Target, off Sepulveda. Two bedrooms, 1,200 square feet, sold for $1,120,000. There were two similar size sales, similar conditions, sales there in 2020 and 2019, one for 850 and one for 843. So let's put that in perspective. That is a $270,000 jump. If you bought the 2020 condo for $850, you just saw someone buy your neighboring townhome in this four or six unit building for $1.12 million. That is a staggering jump higher and still even for that 2019 buyer. Townhome and condo surging, prices surging are here. There's going to be a few small pockets that you can maybe still snag a deal on, but it is off to the races, and these types of sales are going to encourage people to start pushing on condos and townhomes. To further that point home a little bit more, North Redondo, same area just off MB Boulevard, 2120 Dufour Avenue, another two-bedroom, around 1,200-square-foot condo, just sold this past month or two for seven seventy five. That's seven hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. A twenty twenty sale in the same complex seven hundred grand. So that's a seventy five grand jump, more than ten percent. And in two thousand nineteen, a six fifty sale occurred. So that's a seventy five k to one hundred and twenty five k jump, depending on how you look at it. It's happening in North Redondo as well and expect it to happen throughout the South Bay. I just had a client, wanted their mother to move closer to them in Palos Verdes. They bought in the Bay Club, all cash, higher price than comps because every other condo in the Bay Club's going higher, and they thought it was the time to strike before they kept going higher. So really, condos, townhomes, look out. They're moving higher. You miss the value buy in December and January if you didn't make your move then. But if you're a long-term buyer, I still think you can do very, very well. Affordability in condos and townhomes throughout the state 
is 37%. That means 37% of the population can afford the medium price townhome or condo. That's still a lot of people. And with low interest rates, I think you can do well. This is not a flip type of situation where people say, let's buy for a few months. Condos and townhomes are much more risky to flip, but there is still value there if you don't need a big home or a backyard and you can hold for the longer term. You'll still do pretty darn well with a condo or a townhome. Topic number three, anecdotal evidence throughout the South Bay. I have three kind of subtopics within here. One is Hermosa Valley condos. Number two, are agents talking about a slowdown? And then number three, hyping the next podcast, which I think you're going to really want to listen to. So let's start with anecdotal topic number one, Hermosa Valley condos. This is another blog topic I wrote about. If you missed it on the blog, manhattanpacificrealty.com slash blog. Hermosa Valley condos, the big condo buildings along Ardmore and PCH right by Vons. I wrote about that complex during the pandemic of saying, hey, they were safe bets because they were affordable. You could buy them with 20 to 30% down and rent them out and cash flow. Where else can you buy a single unit home throughout the beach cities or PV where you can put 20 to 30% down in cash flow? It was the Hermosa Valley. That turned out to be a great buy because those condos are now going higher. And although you can't put down 20 to 30% anymore in cash flow as an investor, if you're a current renter renting a two-bedroom apartment or a condo in Hermosa Beach, if you've got 25% down, you can buy a Hermosa Valley condo and you will pay the same amount as rent as your rent today. It's almost like buying a home in areas of Texas where owning a home is cheaper than renting. Hermosa Valley condos for two bedroom renters can buy a condo and pay the same as rent if they have the 20 to 30% down payment. Anecdotally, that doesn't last very long. I've only seen it a couple times in my career and they tend to go higher and you miss your chance. If you're looking to own and pay the same amount of rent, if you're a two bedroom renter in Hermosa, Hermosa Valley condos, go check it out. The ones on Ardmore and PCH. Subtopic number two, more anecdotal evidence. Last podcast, which was about a month ago, sorry for the delay guys, open houses seem slower traction seems slower at listings part of it i think is because people wanted to travel the other part of it was is i think buyers were just getting a little fatigued and they went hey if we don't get something that's okay we're gonna wait i am now hearing agents talking about a slowdown now not a slowdown where prices are collapsing or things are going horribly in the market just going hey look buyer tours are slower multiple offer situations have fewer offers or properties they thought would get multiple offers only have one or none or they're lingering a little bit longer or we're seeing more failed escrows agents are now starting to talk about it it isn't one agent sticking their neck out there are experienced agents i've talked to where they go i just can see it and feel it they're high performing agents with data going hey we are seeing an ever so slight slowdown in demand 
not price decreases, but it's just not like what it was two, three, six months ago. So we are seeing again more anecdotal evidence that the market may be taking a breather. It's not crazy. You're not going to buy something for cheaper than what it sold for, you know, like the Great Recession and get 10, 15, 20% off. It's just a little bit slower and we're getting further confirmation of that. Subtopic number three and the final point is the podcast is going to see if we can confirm these anecdotal feelings. C-A-R, California Association of Realtors, just came out with their affordability index throughout the state. I find it to be the number one indicator on if we can go higher, if we're going to plateau, or if we're gonna, going to go lower, and I follow it very, very carefully. If you can't wait for the next podcast, I'm actually posting a blog on it this week. It will be out by the time you hear this podcast, manhattanpacificrealty.com slash blog, and you can read about the affordability number and how the market might react to it here as a very early indicator. And then, of course, my next podcast, I'm going to shoot it a week or two from now. I'm going to get into way more detail of this housing affordability index number that is extremely important. So stay tuned for that, and we'll get to it the next time around. But for now, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you had a great summer. School is starting up. Wishing you and all the kitties out there a great school year. And I will see you in a week or two for the next episode of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. Take care and see you next time. Bye.